Hello and welcome to the first evidence-based vet physio podcast by Your Vet Physio Coach. My name is Dillian Tabor and I'm going to talk you through a paper that has recently been published in the Journal of Equine Veterinary Science. The paper is called An Investigation of Myofascial Trigger Points in Equine Pectoral Muscles and Girth Aversion Behaviour by Bowen, Goff and McGowan. So they start off in this paper by discussing girthiness and describing what it is. So they define it as adverse behavioural responses to a girth being fastened. And they have a couple of proposals to why this might be. So firstly, they discuss the cutaneous trunky reflex. In this highly innovated muscle, it may be that it's not been habituated to the pressure of the girth. Or they discuss that the girthiness could be a response to pain. So they introduce the idea that in this muscle, there has anecdotally been seen a response to treatment on the myofascial trigger points. So myofascial trigger points are where you have contracted muscle fibres and inflammatory mediators. And the authors describe these as being formed due to sensitisation of nociceptors and excessive end plate action potentials. And this can be from mechanical or nervous system stress, compression, perhaps poor posture, and all those factors that relate to human trigger points as well as equine. They go on to discuss some of the literature, and as we know, there's not very much available in the animal side of things, but they use uh, extrapolated studies from human research. So what did they do? They collected data from 38 low-level horses that uh, were all regularly ridden, um, low-level in terms of performance, and they were horses in Western Australia. They did set out their exclusion factors, such as recent injuries, illnesses or medication, or whether they'd been treated previously. And to start with, they asked the owners questions relating to girth aversion behaviours, And this questionnaire had previously been piloted to two owners and in the supplementary information uh, relating to this article there is the list of the questions that they were asked. And then the horses received a physiotherapy assessment and treatment. They made sure that this was done at least one hour after exercise and it was completed in the owner's uh, own homes and familiar environment to the horses. This treatment was provided by Uh, the main author and this author was the observer and the the main data collector throughout the study. So there's a description on how the pectoral muscles were palpated and this was done by using a flat hand and in the cranial portions of the pectorals the fingers were uh, used in a medial lateral direction and in the caudal portion they were moved in a cranial caudal direction. And what was recorded was the presence or the absence of a myofascial trigger point. And there's some nice diagrams of a horse looking at the ventral view where there has been sort of marking on this map of where these trigger points are. So this region is divided into cells and the location of the trigger points are marked and noted as a zero or one. And then these trigger points were given a severity grading and they were graded between naught and three. So they recall uh, naught as normal. So that was pain-free reaction to palpation or pressure sensation. There was a one, which was mild, which had a few mild facial or behavioral indicators and a local reaction. A two was a moderate severity with several moderate facial and behavioral indicators and a local muscle reaction. And then finally, the grade three was severe, 
with severe facial, behavioural and local reactions and withdrawal and aggression. So the single observer collected all the data from the 38 horses. The data from the questionnaire was coded and the number and the location and grade of the trigger points, as I said, were recorded on the map. And the severity in total for each horse was divided by the number of trigger points to derive a mean score. The statistics they use, they test the data for normality and um, it was non-parametric data. So Cruscoe, Wallace and Spearman's was used to look at the girth, aversion behaviour, the severity and the demographic details. So the results were um, fairly surprising that trigger points were found in all of the horses tested. And there were only three that were categorised by the questionnaire as being non-girth averse. Looking for correlations between the data, they found a weak positive correlation between age and girth aversion. So as the horse got older, there was an increase in the aversive behaviours. And there was a weak negative correlation. So as there was an increase in height, there was a reduction in the myofascial trigger points. Interestingly, there were more trigger points found in dressage and pony club horses compared with the others. And going on to describe where they were found... Uh, in the auxiliary portion of the ascending pecs on the right, uh, there were 95% trigger points and 92% on the left, which are categorised as severe. And on the right side of the sternum, there were 87% of severe trigger points. Um, the results of the questionnaire were uh, described and there were 10 behaviours that they looked at. Let me find the answers... The common, most common girth aversion behaviour associated with fastening the girth was looking at the girth. That was in 50% of the horses. Uh, it was followed by blowing out or holding the breath in 16 of them. And then cribbing, tail swishing, flattening the ears and moving away uh, in decreasing frequency. Attempting to bite was less common, whereas other behaviours were reported in horses, such as tossing the head, sighing and the grumpy face. There were two that pawed or kicked, and um, relating to the frequency of these, 36%, which is 14, they always displayed some of these behaviours. So... The other um, factor is looking at the relationship between the severity and the um, category and the, sorry, the mean severity and the category of the severity. And there was a significant difference in the severity in girth averse versus non-girth averse horses. But there was no difference in the number of trigger points between those that were um, severe or not. So this goes on then to discuss the conclusions and the factors as to why they found these findings. And the considerations were that there was perhaps consideration from girths, um, the tethering of the muscle, which may affect the area during locomotion. And it may not just be muscle, it could be due to fascia in this region. Uh, one of the factors uh, that they discussed in the introduction was the cutaneous trunky being under the region of the girth and maybe related to trigger points in the pectorals. But they found that there was no significant difference in the uh, severity or the number of trigger points in owners that actually stretched the leg forwards prior to riding. 
There was a, a couple of comments on could the asymmetry and where they were found be related to laterality or be uh, due to mounting. Uh, unfortunately, there, there wasn't a further assessment of saddle fit or a relationship between the um, between the uh, occurrence of back pain in these horses and they weren't assessed riding. There were 38 horses, which is quite a large number in horse studies. We're used to seeing sort of numbers lower down, sort of 8s to 12s. But when you look at the power analysis, um, which uh, gives you an indication of sample size, it was actually slightly less than they needed in the girth averse category. So although in all horses they uh, looked at this relationship between the presence of trigger points and girth aversion behavior we have to remember that that's not actually a causation that is just that they are both there in the horses but the good things about this study is that it has a very good scoring system which i think could be adapted uh, in practice you could take that out to any region that you are palpating and potentially objectify your recording of the palpatory findings especially if you are the only observer as it were so there would be good intra rater reliability obviously this has yet to be tested uh, inter rater which means between different physios but actually, it's a very good clinical study, this one. It may have low internal validity based on the fact that it is a single observer and the objective measures um, were ultimately based on uh, subjective outcomes. But it does have high external validity. So I think it's a, a good study to read and uh, we can take it forward and perhaps we can start to think when we're seeing our clients as to um, looking for trigger points in the pectoral reason and looking for a relationship between behaviour and potential causes and then take that forward to treatment. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you got some value in that. I appreciate your feedback and any thoughts or any papers that you'd like me to re review, please let me know. Thank you. <laughs>